The struggle to convince my friend Sherlock Holmes to go on holiday can scarcely be conveyed adequately, unless one has undertaken the task. As friend and physician, I had watched Holmes solve a succession of difficult cases throughout the winter. He had gone days at a time without sleep, and had found himself more than once exposed to bodily harm. The great detective should have been covered in glory by the combined gratitude of several peers and the prince of a country that must go unnamed for the present. The upshot was that Holmes needed a rest away from our rooms on Baker Street. Our humble lodgings had become overrun with those who desired the aid of him, and finally, through weary argument, I convinced my friend to come away with me to the country for some much-needed rest. An old army acquaintance from my days in Afghanistan, Captain John Withers, had written me asking that I visit him. He was on convalescence from his regiment due to a relapse of malaria from previous service in India, and was presently staying at the manor house of his father. The father was a retired financier who had left the great city of London for the cold comforts of a country squire in the north of England. As the winter was drawing to a close, I imagined the burst of spring in this region and determined to convince Holmes to accompany me. I had written Withers to make certain that the invitation to myself included my friend, and upon confirmation of that fact, I embarked upon my difficult task in convincing Holmes to make the journey. Hercules faced no greater labor than did I in the waning days of that winter. The great detective invented a myriad of excuses as to why he could not undertake such a journey. But I was resolute in my determination, and finally prevailed in my quest. With little packing, as both Holmes and myself were Spartan travellers, we soon arrived by train at our destination. The Withers estate was a scant two miles from the small village of West Grantham, and we found a carriage awaiting us with a smiling John Withers at its side. He greeted us, and as soon as our luggage was stowed on board, we faced the final leg of our journey. After introductions, we began our short ride. The conversation was pleasant. John Withers had always been a congenial fellow, and Holmes himself seemed to begin to appreciate the opportunity to escape the bustle of the city, and to acclimate himself to the idea of a restful holiday. The family estate was a typical English country home, it was large and cheery, with a fireplace in every room. The master of the house, a widower of many years, was an affable old gentleman who fancied himself a squire, and his good nature was infectious. All from the sun to the large staff beamed good fellowship, and I found my hope for a pleasant stay and ascension. Holmes, however, could not bring himself to relax entirely and his skills at deduction found a home in seemingly random observations that invariably were proven correct. After informing our host that it was evident that he had spent part of his youth in Ireland by his pronunciation of his diphthongs, I felt it incumbent upon myself to issue a gentle admonishment. Holmes consented to accompany me to the large library in the home, and we soon found ourselves alone. Holmes! "'You really are the limit,' said I. "'Is it possible that you simply cannot restrain yourself "'from intruding into the antecedents of our host?' 
Holmes allowed himself a small laugh and placed a gentle hand upon my arm. Watson, you have allowed our long association to blind you as to what is expected of me, said he. If, in fact, I am not expected to actually sing for my supper, it is certainly expected by our host that I demonstrate some small modicum of my powers. You are mistaken, I protested. Neither John nor his father expressed any such interest in my conversations. These good people have welcomed us into their home as a measure of their gracious nature. But I do not doubt, old friend, but the desire to experience some small allotment of what they have read in your published tales lies beneath the surface.'